Welcome back to the Wizards of Amazon podcast, your weekly blueprint for explosive success. I'm Carlos Alvarez, full-time successful Amazon seller and organizer of the largest Amazon seller meetup group in the world. Let's do this. Welcome to the Wizards of Amazon podcast, where we cover all things private label. My name is Carlos Alvarez, and I will be your host for the show. Today, we have a very special guest, the Director of Sales of AdvertiseCast, Stephen Pickens. Stephen, what's up? Hey, Carlos. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a bunch of reschedules. I apologize for that. Yeah, if it wasn't you, it, it would be me with my newborn. So it's all good. Congrats. I didn't even ask you about that beforehand. I'm assuming with the smile and the no bags under your eyes that everything's going great. Yeah, well, the quarantine schedule has allowed me to integrate a, uh, a noon nap every day. So I'm <laughs> making up for that 3 a.m. wake up call. Nice. You recently, weeks back, presented uh, via Zoom to the to my Amazon seller meetup group. And it was an hour and a half, I think, or, or more of all you. And I mean, just fielding, getting bombarded with every questionable, imaginable, trying to pick apart the topic that we had. And with ease, you answered everything. And I have to say, after that podcast, the, the members were feeling more energized than in other ones, because I, I think this is a, to- a brand new topic that for most Amazon sellers, that it's even an option out there. So can you can you share a little bit about maybe a little bit about your background, how you wind up at AdvertiseCast, what you do at AdvertiseCast, and how AdvertiseCast can help Amazon brand owners, sellers uh, with their brand and their product? Yeah, absolutely. So it's in- interesting that you mentioned. You know, we had all kinds of questions from uh, all, all of your uh, crew, and that's what I love so much about podcasts. It's really anybody can use it. We like to think of it as a really wide tent. Uh, I spent the first 10 years of my career in the national TV space, and TV is really only acceptable to, uh, accessible to advertisers with really deep pockets, you know, big brands, blue chip companies, that kind of thing. And when I transitioned over to AdvertiseCast in 2019, I was really excited about the fact that I could work with smaller advertisers, medium-sized businesses, as well as some of the larger players. Um, the, the price points of podcast advertising are so reasonable. Uh, it really lowers the bar. And so you can engage with audiences in a really high quality way without breaking the bank. Uh, so at AdvertiseCast, we kind of think of ourselves as a one-stop shop for podcasts. We work with thousands of podcasters to help monetize their content. And we work with hundreds of advertisers to help reach those audiences. So we stand in the middle and have provided a totally streamlined process and platform uh, that everybody has been really happy with thus far. Awesome. So a little for people, like obviously everyone listening knows what a podcast is because they're listening to this. Thank you very much (laughs) for that. But from both sides of it, briefly, me as a podcaster, I'm releasing a new episode every week and um, it's all money out. I'm enjoying it, but I'm creating content, but it's all money out for me. So as a podcaster, and, and it's not a small amount either. There's editing, there's a lot that goes into this. So me as a podcaster, I want to, I'd love to be able to monetize that in, in a certain way. So that, that's where AdvertiseCast can fit in. Am I right? Absolutely. So um, everyone that works at the company is a huge podcast fan and we want to see the success of the space. So that's why the company was developed to help podcasters put some uh, money in their pocket to fund their passion, which is their podcast. Oftentimes, it takes a lot of work to put together a quality podcast. It takes a lot of time. And we've enabled a lot of podcasters to quit their day jobs and do the podcast full-time 
uh, a lot of our podcasters are earning six figures a year uh, just on advertising revenue. So that's something that makes us really happy and, and we're really thrilled to do so, especially given the fact that advertisers really want to be there. They really want to reach podcast listeners. And what better way to do it than through a host that is endorsing a product that they actually like? Um, all of our hosts have an opportunity to opt in or opt out of campaigns that we bring to them. So um, they're only endorsing products that they authentically believe in. And so listeners know that and they go to the website after something is promoted and uh, they purchase it in much higher rates than other media. Uh, conversion rates for podcasts are up there with Facebook and Google. And so for a media that is kind of like radio, that's huge. Because uh, it's a really super engaged audience that has actually downloaded the content and trusts uh, the host. Yeah. And in some cases is religiously listening to this every week or every day. Yeah, I know I do with my favorite podcasts. I listen to them religiously. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I, I download so many podcasts. It's the only thing that triggers the space on my phone that every now and then it's just like, okay, <laughs> you're maxing out your space here. Time to remove some of this. But so... So as a podcaster, that, that makes sense. This is a way to potentially profit, but at least defray some of the offset, some of the costs that are involved in, in producing a quality podcast or, or to even you know, improve the quality of the current podcast. Like I might want to add different components to my podcast. So it would be very attractive to me if someone came to me and was like, look, I, you know, I want to pay to advertise on your podcast. However, I, with creating a podcast, full-time dad, full-time entrepreneur. I don't have time to go out there and first think about who are the type of people that would want to advertise on my podcast and, and then reach out to them, do this whole outreach thing. So, so advertise cast from that side is a huge win for me because you can connect those dots that like you already have the other half of that equation there. Now for the brand owner, like let's say that I have a, let's say this, this, this podcast was about wine. And we have some, some brand owners that have brands for like different wine accessories and stuff like that. They can, like, what does that look like? After this, if they're convinced, they're like, wow, Steven knows what he's talking about. I got to work with AdvertiseCast. How do, they, how do they connect that dot? I have a product. I have a brand. Yeah, I'm open to advertising on podcasts. How do I do it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good example because we do have a lot of shows uh, that target uh, women 30 plus uh, and wine is in the title of the show. It's either, you know, wine and crime or uh, <laughs> why mommy drinks wine, you know, <laughs> a lot of fun titles. But uh, basically, we have this huge database of shows that we work with and we can, you know, look at demographics. We can look at uh, genre. We can look at uh, subject matter that is discussed frequently and find the right mix of shows for each advertiser, no matter what their product or what their brand is. There's literally a podcast for everything. <laughs> so if a brand approaches us and says, Hey, we want to get into podcast advertising, uh, we'll say, okay, what's your budget? What's your target audience? Uh, what's your product? And we'll come back to you and give you a really strong plan with a handful of shows uh, that we think are going to really perform well. And so once we submit it to you, you can approve the plan. And within the course of a week, we can have you on air with a, a host endorsing your product in front of their very engaged audience. That, that brought up two, two really interesting points. So on one hand, I don't want to forget, I want to get back into the metrics of that. So within a week, I'm up, you know, who's determining what is successful there. But before unpacking that, what about how do I know as, as the wine brand owner that 
my stuff's being put in front of a quality podcast and not somebody who got inspired during lockdown and threw something up on Apple iTunes. That makes sense. I know the answer to this. I'm total transparency, <laughs> but I want to, I want listeners to get this. So how do I know that's not going to go on just, you know, Pepe, whoever's podcast. I just started last week with two followers, mom and dad. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And there have been an explosion of new podcasts on the scene uh, with quarantine, which we're excited about because a lot of them are going to grow and be big and, and we'll get to work with them. Uh, but to be on our platform, the podcast has to have at least 2,500 downloads per episode. Uh, and typically, uh, you know, that, that ensures that the audience is quality enough uh, for the advertiser. But then there's also a, an additional uh, filter, which is the salesperson. You know, I'm going to put together a plan that I think is going to work really well for the advertiser. I'm not going to put junk on there. So there are a couple of steps. You have to have a minimum size, and then it has to be a really good fit based on our experience putting together strong campaigns. All right, perfect. So I don't go on just a, a one or two download, one hit wonder episode that, uh, that I get posted on. That's a, that was a relief. I was, yeah. That was one of the main questions I had. We initially met at PodFest in yeah. Orlando right before the proverbial junk hit the fan and everyone needed to lock down. I think that was the last, probably your last conference as well, right? Like I think it was everyone's last conference going to. Yeah, it was. And I was vociferously wiping my hands with hand sanitizer the whole time. And luckily, neither of us got sick. <laughs> so That was insane, though, to be there. You're at a, that's like the first thing you do when you go up to a booth at a conference is like shake hands or something. It was, it was awkward at that yeah, conference. I was yeah. doing the coronavirus fist bump and got called out a couple of times by people that I guess weren't aware of the looming you know, situation. Right. But. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so let, let's unpack the second part then. The I, I go to you, I got, you know, you know, best wine products since biblical days. And you connect me with a plan that puts me in front of the right podcasts, podcast hosts, I'm assuming they need to approve this. So that's another layer. Like they don't want the junk. Like you said, I think you said that they don't want junk on their show. So it's like a double confirmation there that your plan and the podcasters like, yes, this is a great fit. How, how, and who is determining what was a successful campaign? in that scenario. So it's always up to the advertiser to determine how they want the host to uh, direct the listener. So most times advertisers will provide a URL or a promo code that the listener can use for a discount. Uh, and that enables them to say, okay, show A was really strong, but show B was a little weak. Let's rebook with show A because their sales were through the roof. Um, not everybody uses a promo code, obviously, but it's a really good directional tool. So we'll oftentimes also encourage the advertiser just to look at week-on-week -week trends. So before the podcast campaign launched and after, uh, that can really show a nice overall lift, both in traffic and in sales. Have you worked out of curiosity? I'm not sure if I asked this in the meetup. Have you worked with any, to date, any predominantly Amazon sellers? Like that's what they were. They sold on Amazon. Their brand was pretty much all on Amazon. And they decided to uh, work with AdvertiseCast to do some advertising. And if you did work with any, did they send the traffic with the promo code? Like, was it referencing go straight to Amazon or was it referencing to maybe go to a landing page? So not predominantly, but we have worked with a lot of brands that do sell on Amazon, uh, like Brooklyn and Casper, Bowen Branch, Buffy, MVMT, uh, Liquid IV, Hask Beauty, Netgear, Manscaped, uh, a lot of brands that do sell on Amazon. Okay. That said, they didn't direct traffic to Amazon, although... I wouldn't be opposed to testing something like that because everybody knows Prime membership is huge. 
And if I know I can get, you know, free shipping or, you know, whatever benefits that Prime membership offers, you know, a lot of people are searching in Amazon now before even Google. So I think that that's totally reasonable to test something like that. Fantastic. So covered the metrics, we covered the how-to. Now, this is one I think at this point, everybody's going to be curious to know uh, is how much does it take to get started? Is there a minimum to work with advertise to get some advertising? If there is no minimum, what's the minimum maybe you suggest to really get some meaningful data out of this? So we do have recommended minimums, but there aren't any hard minimum rules. Uh, oftentimes, advertisers will start out at around three to $5,000 a month. And that'll get you on a handful of shows uh, with three spots, three to four spots per show. So it's a nice month-long campaign. That said, we have had advertisers come in just by one show and spend, you know, four hundred dollars. So, you know, costs range all over the place. We have really small shows that are super cheap, and we have huge shows that are super expensive. So, you know, we always like to start conservative and then scale up based on the results. So somebody spends, you know, three to five thousand dollars. So that's one hundred, hundred fifty dollars a day, roughly, in, in ad spend for a month. Do does does the ad, does the would be advertiser working with Advertise Cast need to get into a contract that they're you know they're locked into this for a year or whatever plan they do? Are you going to recommend? Look, like this is what we recommend you spend per month, but to get the maximum value out of this, you need to do it for X amount of months. No, we uh, always contract on an insertion order basis. So you're just working with us for the life of that insertion order, uh, and we have you know relatively flexible cancellation clauses. Uh, typically 30 days, but that's typically the amount of the campaign anyways. So can you, can you clarify what you mean by insertion order? Yeah. So it's, it's an insertion order is basically saying, uh, these are the shows that you're buying. These are the number of uh, commercials in each show. And this is the uh, campaign flight dates uh, along with the impressions and an overall cost. So once you sign that, we you know put everything together and you're on air for that period of time. But there's no... Uh, you know, annual contract or anything like that. Okay, excellent. So what have you seen with somebody that, I mean, normally if this was on, if this was Amazon advertising and someone said, what are the results I'm going to get for if I spend $3,000, I would say, you know, it depends. It depends on the experience you have in creating those ads, the research you did, and a lot of other variables. In this case, though, a lot of this is, air quotes here, on advertise cast because you're creating the plan you did the research, you know the people, you have the data. I know there's no such thing as a guarantee, but in your experience, somebody spending three to $5,000 a month, how many months is somebody going to have to do this to say, hey, this works? So typically, we know very quickly whether or not podcast advertising is going to be strong for an advertiser because you have such a high share of voice with each ad. So that's the big difference between podcasts and say radio or TV. Every few minutes on radio or TV, you're getting three, three to five, maybe sometimes as many as six to eight ads back to back to back to back. So there's a ton of clutter. You have a very low share of voice. And oftentimes, consumers are looking at their phone while they're consuming those media. So there's a lot of distraction as well. Whereas with podcasts, you have tops, two advertisements per 30 minutes or one hour. And so you stand out in the listener's mind. Uh, and the ads are 60 seconds long as well. So there's a, a long amount of time that you're engaging with uh, the audience via the host's endorsement. And so you don't need a ton of frequency. We recommend you know, three to four weeks as a minimum 
but by the end of that flight, you're going to know which shows are delivering the best results for you. And then you can double down or, you know, add some more there and then use the rest of the spend to fish for more uh, winners. Is that correct? Yeah, we have a lot of different genres. So let's say on a particular campaign, we look at uh, true crime. Uh, Serial was a big uh, was a big show that put true crime on the map. So let's say we test a couple of true crime shows. We test a couple of news shows, test a couple of sports shows. And by the end of the campaign, we say, whoa, true crime blew the doors off. Sports was a little light uh, and news was was okay. So let's find more true crime shows. And let me tell you, we have, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of true, true crime shows that we can add to the plan to scale up. Is there anything that you might have just answered this, but so that I understand myself, is there anything you can do mid-flight? Absolutely. Like, yeah. We, in, in fact, we encourage advertisers to change up the, um, the talking points uh, for each show just to keep it fresh. Uh, especially for an extension beyond the initial campaign, you can get really creative and really flexible. The host oftentimes will record, you know, a read fresh each week. So you can take advantage of that and add new copy, new features that you want to highlight, uh, new offers. How, how, how are you determining that? So what I'm understanding is that you, once the plan has been created, you've connected the advertiser to the shows. Uh, you then have an option to supply talking points or pre-record. Yeah, so talking points are all that we need from the advertiser. It's basically a one sheet with bullet points on the top, product features, selling points, price points, uh, and then the response mechanism that and, and call to action. And so once the advertiser supplies that to us, we then distribute it to all the hosts. Uh, and we can do that on subsequent weeks. Uh, or we can just let, you know, one set of talking points go for the whole flight. That's really up to the advertiser. Uh, this, this next question, th- this was a, a topic that came up a lot after you wrapped up your presentation in, in the meetup. And I have to ask it here. Why can't I just go online and look for a bunch of podcasts manually that I like and manually reach out to them and say, hey, I'm such and such. I have this product. I think I'd be a good fit. Why, don't I, why would I work with AdvertiseCast than just do that manually? Uh, we welcome anybody to, you know dip their toe in the water and, and see how it works for them. Uh, but we actually developed our company because of that challenge. It's a super fragmented marketplace. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. And uh, podcast hosts are super devoted to their craft, which is creating really good content. But they're not necessarily ad salespeople. So you may not have uh, anybody to work with in terms of having a good negotiation on price or a good negotiation on uh, the business aspect of things. What we've done on our platform is enabled content creators to focus on creating content. We handle all the back end, all the billing, all the price negotiation, uh, and then all the execution. So um, it makes it really easy on the content creators to focus on putting out good shows. And it makes it really easy on the advertisers so they can deal with ad salespeople that you know, know the lingo and know how to run a smooth operation. Absolutely. I've- well, comparing this in a way to influencers, and I like to think of <clears throat> podcasters as, as influencers. I mean, yep. really, really strong influencers that are in somebody's ear constantly. Absolutely. And working with influencers and trying to find influence, that's a full-time job. Yeah, it's um, tough. It, it's, it takes hours in most cases just to find what you think may be a reliable piece of contact information. 
whether it's an email, and then you just have to wait and you don't know if it resonated, like no, nothing like that. And in this case, as I'm understanding it, <clears throat> you don't, for the most case, blindly reach out to podcasts. Like they, they've, these podcasters have come to you and they've said, look, we want to be in your network. They, we've, we've displayed that we have X amount of downloads per, per show. We qualify. So we're, we're receptive to this. We want you to funnel people to us. So yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Well, what do you think? Ad, what do you think would be advertisers on podcasts that work with you get wrong? Like, what are some assumptions they make? Because this this sounds really easy. It sounds like I can go to you and say, "Here's my product. This is what I like to sell." And then in a week, you're going to tell me a button to push and where to pay, and then I'm just done. I mean, that is pretty much it. It is very simple, and it's one of the things I'm in love with about uh, our company and how we work with podcasters and advertisers. It's to make something that is. Uh, complicated and and all that just by its fragmented nature, and we made it very simple. And we like to hold our advertisers' hands and make sure that they get it right. Whether that's uh, providing guidance on how to put together strong talking points or on show selection, uh, so we do a lot of um, collaboration in determining how to put together a really strong plan. So I wouldn't say that there are advertisers that come through us that get it wrong because we help them uh, to get it absolutely right. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I was expecting like a litany, like a laundry list of these people, <laughs> they do this. And you're like, no, we've dummy proof this. Yeah. It's perfect. It's ready to go. It's even uh, between the, between the meetup and now this session, I think I've, uh, I think you've invested over two hours of your time in, in, in sharing data here. I want to be super respectful of your time. I, I think that podcast advertising, not just the future, like it's already here, but uh, I really strongly believe that for Amazon sellers, that this is, this is the way to, to really differentiate and get an audience that at the moment is not inundated with your competitors. So it's an amazing opportunity, an affordable, amazing opportunity. So how can listeners best get a hold of you and maybe ask questions like, can you show me what a plan look like for somebody in my whatever? And like, for those that have doubts, since this may be a new thing for these brand owners, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So I would definitely encourage everybody to go to advertisecast.com. We have a ton of great resources there. You can even browse through a lot of the shows that we have in our network. Uh, and then to reach out to me personally, uh, you can email me at steven at advertisecast.com. And Steven is spelled S-T-E-P-H-E-N. I'm happy to put together uh, spec proposals for any of your listeners that are interested in learning what a podcast campaign would look like for them. It's really no trouble at all for us. Our, our platform is super slick and fast, so we can whip it together in no time. Using all the right words, slick, fast, coming <laughs> through, easy to do. Uh, this is good. This is good. I'm excited. I'm excited to pull the trigger on some stuff with you guys too. Um, my ambush question at the end, what's your favorite book and why? Favorite book you ever read? It doesn't even have to be business related, just maybe the most impactful for you. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll choose one that I just finished on Audible because, of course, I'm an audiophile and so I don't read books, I listen to them. <laughs> but it was uh, The Decadent Society. It's a really interesting look at you know, some of the uh, unfortunate trends that our society has taken in recent decades and proposes some solutions on how to get out of some of this you know, wealth inequality issues and things like that. So I really enjoyed that and recommended it to close friends. So definitely recommend it Dec to your decadence listeners. Decadence or decadent? The Decadent Society by uh, Ross uh, Dutat. Okay, will do. I've not heard of that one. Me being, I'm an audiophile as well. Um, I, I just, I think when anybody asks me, what's your favorite, what's your top 10 tools in your business or my top 10 tools in anything? 
audible falls into it. It doesn't seem yeah. obvious, but it, it just, it really does. So yeah, 100%. Consume, I'm trying to swap reading with consume, but since everyone's not with me on it yet, I just say read, but definitely. <laughs> um, Stephen, thank you so, so, so much for your time. I, I have no doubt that we're going to be working together, myself and Advertise Cast, hopefully directly with you in the, in the very near future. Um, I encourage everyone listening to this show to definitely, before your competitors do, reach out to Advertise Cast and Stephen and get some campaigns going. And with that, I will let you go back to your day. <laughs> Had a great time. Thanks so much for having me, Carlos. Thank you so much, man. Liked what you heard and want to stay connected? Join our Facebook group or find me anywhere on social media at Wizards of Amazon or text the word Amazon to 69922.